Consider a situation where you and I are lost in the middle of the forest, Prasanna. Do you think we will be able to find water? But look at the animals that are there in the forest. They are always aware of what is around them. If you put an animal in a different forest altogether or has migrated to a different forest depending on the changing season or whatever the reason is, they are still able to move around and navigate knowing what is where. When animals have to find water, there are several ways of course that they find water by. One of the very easiest way is by smelling the water. Now water is odorless then how do they smell water? They probably smell water because of the mold that is developed around water. But a lot of times during the summer months, there is very little water and they don't even know how to smell it. If they are away from the water for kilometers, they still find water. How do they find it? They actually simply start taking a step towards the lower elevation. Each step they will evaluate intuitively, instinctively and keep walking lower. Eventually they will reach a creek, a valley or a holding of water where they can quench their thirst. In this context Prasanna, why I was bringing this story of finding water is that when they are searching for water, they are not actually thinking of water. They are only thinking of taking the next step towards water. And sometimes it takes a few minutes and sometimes they walk hours together. But they will keep taking each step at a time until they find water. As as humans, we set these big goals and are driven by those goals, but constantly are thinking of those goals, setting them in the backdrop without really thinking of the next step that we are taking. And I was looking at this situation of animals in that context. Welcome to 13. 13 is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here, we interact, read and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your host for today are Prasanna and myself, Shantesh. Let's get started. Shantesh, the one word which is coming to my mind and it's a fantastic um, uh, example which you gave about animals and how do they find water and most importantly, how do they look at the next immediate step rather than only focusing on the end goal because looking at the end goal, even whether it is for animals or for us, I'm sure it will be very overwhelming and sometimes out of reach, out of sight. Um, And in the lack of that visibility, we may not know what to do and where to go. So the one word which I said was coming to my mind was recalibration. And this word recalibration has been there for me for the last two, two and a half years, especially during the tough periods, which we all have gone through in the last 18 months or two years, uh, where many people have had to relook at their goals, uh, realign them and recalibrate as we see. And what it means is that it's not about changing the goal or giving up on the goal, but to look at the next immediate step, like the and, and validate it, check it, whether it is going to help me move more closer towards my goal. That's the only logic there because they just check the elevation intuitively, as you said, and then see that the next step should be lower than the previous one. That's the simple criteria there, but that's a very powerful criteria because it will keep on taking them lower and lower, uh, and they will reach the goal in a very, uh, critical pathway, you can say, because it's the most critical path they will take when they are 
moving in that direction calibration as a term itself is so much more powerful because it looks at several aspects simultaneously and at the same time rejects all of those aspects to restart at some point and that's something very vital as well isn't it very true because if you look at replanning or rescheduling uh, it has a limited aspect replanning will only look at the activities per se rescheduling will look at the time aspects of it but when we talk about recalibrating as you rightly put it is looking at various aspects the different facades which are connected with that goal and the journey itself that's right and also it starts looking at different aspects of our lives itself personal life professional life relationship with friends family everything is accounted into it but everything is not mixed up yet is looked in a comprehensive manner what happens also for example was recalibrating ourselves during the time of pandemic you brought as an example is that you started relooking at how to work more efficiently more productively but at the same time also stay connected emotionally with your colleagues and your friends at work so that was very difficult to simply do it online on a zoom call a lot of times you are sitting in silos you are not getting out of your own space so it made somebody vulnerable in a very different manner and now to express your emotions you needed a different way a different method so recalibrating that in a workspace nobody probably has even thought of a lot of times our goal is finishing that work but towards finishing that work in the most joyous possible manner we never look at those little small steps that are necessary we may have taken some steps intuitively but had we taken those consciously how powerful would that have been that's what i'm just thinking of right now yeah and when it comes to recalibration uh, there can be different triggers which will uh, ask for or uh, lead towards recalibration and one of the interesting trigger has been the pandemic in the last two years but then other than that even if we keep that aspect aside uh, the way things are changing uh, from uh, maybe from an agricultural age to an industrial age to where we are today in the knowledge economy and uh, attention economy so if you see even that demands for recalibrating things we are doing new things in old ways or there is a older context and we are with dealing with new challenges so uh, that may work for some time but then it has its own limitations and that's why we need to again relook and recalibrate things to how do we fit our new paths or journeys towards our goal in the new context and what is relevant here is that there is a trigger and we think of that trigger as a way to recalibrate now be it a pandemic or be it beginning of a year where we make new year's resolution but why do we need triggers why can't we recalibrate in an ongoing manner look at the way our state of affairs are and start calibrating if there is a need instantly without waiting for that trigger and like an animal it's an analogous system where it does not look for a trigger it is in an ongoing manner calibrating itself towards finding that water if it means that if it has reached closer to the water if it could smell the water in a different direction not in the direction of elevation it can recalibrate itself and immediately take a turn and stop taking the lowest elevation probably because that might actually take longer it is also constantly aware as it reaches closer to the water of its predators because 
those predators are also closer to the water to quench their thirst. So it automatically recalibrates itself. Of course, all this with Mother Nature happens naturally. But with humans in our day-to-day affairs, we have to be aware of it. We have to be conscious about it. So how do we then calibrate ourselves in an ongoing manner? How do we keep that in check and not wait for triggers? I agree with you. So when we talk about trigger, it is more about pushing for action. But that's not always possible or always going to happen. So it is also important to proactively look for different inputs, which can be contributing to that journey towards the goal. And by recalibrating, what we also want to say is to relook at the different things which are adding there, because those inputs are critical while doing that whole exercise of recalibration. Proactively looking at different inputs, in another word, also would mean proactively constantly learning and relearning. That means you're educating yourself and not stopping your education right after your curriculum, so as to say, is complete or over. A lot of times that happens, no? that we think that we have, we have now, we are qualified, so we get into the work mode and now we are professionals. So there is no scope for learning. Yeah, so one step just to add to what you said about learning and relearning or a step before that is also to unlearn. Uh, it is very important also to unlearn certain things because the way we do things, the way of uh, making things happen or reaching to one place or getting things done has been done in a certain way. So to unlearn, to give up that and to then learn and relearn, as you said, is an ongoing process and that adds to that proactive inputs. Unlearning is not to be confused with forgetting what we have learned already. It's about keeping aside that baggage and to gain the ability to relook at the thing with a new perspective, with a fresh mindset. And if needed, pick that baggage up wherever required, but not be compulsive to that baggage. Absolutely. And I think by doing so, um, does that guarantee one person reaching to the goal? Obviously not, because then again, it is an effort or it's a uh, attempt which is being made. And now going back to the analogy of uh, ant or um, any insect reaching the water, if you see, the whole point to be taken there is the uh, focus on the immediate next step. Because that's what is there at this moment right now in our hand. So Mm -hmm. when I am waking up at say whatever given time, what is the next step? Because that next step decides, we think a lot many times, many times that we want to do this, we want to achieve this, we have big goals, but then there is no action. There is a lot of discussion, talk, reading, content consumption, but no action. I have seen that happening with myself when we started working on podcast or in the past when I did videos, uh, there was a lot of content consumption, consumption, which I was doing on how to create videos. What is the best way of doing podcast? So I used to look at hundred videos on YouTube just to see how they create podcast or videos, but It's not that it is bad. My point is that is not taking that next step. It is about Mm. focusing on the goal, only on the goal. But Mm. then the next step would be to uh, write what I want to speak about or buy a microphone, uh, sorry, uh, uh, yeah, buy a microphone or camera or what. So these are the steps which will slowly, slowly take us towards the goal. That again, I'm just remembering our own time when we started. We probably bought the microphone in the month of May and launched our podcast in October first week. So what happened for those five months? So I think also we jumped the guns and took a step which was needed probably much later, but the planning and other things were not done. And when the time actually came to record, we were simply hesitating. Perhaps recording was the next step. A lot of times we assume that we are taking the next step 
but those steps are by jumping the guns something that excites you something that is titillating you take a step of that and not really the next step which is really required is simply to sit and do research about it or record it or whatever it is in the context that each individual is looking at that also is a, a sort of a litmus check because a lot of times the next step we assume whatever is exciting we want to take that in our case it was buying the microphone perhaps so putting the step on the lower elevation also requires that animal to take out the uh, for step from where it is mm. so which means even breaking that existing pattern of what it was in the past itself is a positive direction so when we say about taking any step like for example going for a walk the first attempt of getting ready for or a walk or wearing your shoes itself is the first step which slowly breaks the old step of maybe sitting and watching television or just having a cup of coffee or whatever it is but you are breaking that pattern so i think when we are talking about the animal taking the first step we are also looking at uh, breaking some old patterns mm-hmm. and breaking of those old patterns is a paradigm shifting painstakingly effortful task in a way if you see but also in a way it simply requires you to think of that next step and not the larger picture or not also of that pain that you have to go through you simply just have to get up put your shoes on exactly and then i think then that's where once you start getting into that and then the question of uh, looking for positive inputs and proactive inputs and then taking recalibration as the next step comes into picture a lot of things come into this conversation prasanna actually like first one was calibration itself that we require to calibrate calibration brings a distinction between different parameters and puts them all under one umbrella the second one was that trigger is a factor for us to instantly put into a certain situation and then we try to recalibrate rather than that not wait for those triggers but constantly be recalibrating ourselves in an ongoing manner the third thing which was coming to my mind was that we have to simply look at what is the next step it might be extremely banal extremely boring and not might be even exciting keeping the goal in the greater picture you just take that next banal step whatever it is and the fourth one was that you never think of the goal you never think of the water you only think of taking the next step towards the lower elevation it is quite ironic in a way in the case of finding water you take a lower elevation which means you are climbing down and down and down why ironic is it's not aligned with the symbolism of climbing up growth uh, as we speak so it keeps taking you down in a way also it is about becoming simple becoming humble connecting with the roots for my side i think the next step is so powerful because we talk about uh actions and then we sometimes don't know what action to take like i'll tell you one quick example when it comes to writing uh, i know the importance of writing i am fully convinced about it but then to take that first step of writing on a blank page every morning is such a difficult task but then that finding the next step is to open the book empty page blank page and open the cap of your pen and then start writing and that what to write sometimes it is absolutely blank and you don't know what to do but then to still write that maybe i don't want to write today or i don't know what to write or i woke up at so and so time whatever it can be can be a step which brings or takes us closer towards that goal of writing so 
that way it can this same example or this approach can be used for all the different goals which we have in our own life and as you rightly said it can change from person to person and they might have different meanings to those goals but it's absolutely okay and above all it is the sheer simplicity in taking the next step that is extremely powerful what you said is right that next step is an extremely powerful thing but it's such a simple act and we often forget because it is perhaps simple with that we complete our today's conversation thank you thank you for listening for more such podcasts and daily writings subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com we request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause you can follow us on facebook instagram or twitter we've put the links in the description you can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now we hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode until then take care 